Step four, inventory. Week six, day three. A captive heart. The opening prayer for this lesson is, God, help me to see what my heart has loved more than you. The fight for recovery is a war for your heart. Early in step four, you learn that God wants to capture your heart. He is jealous for your love and desires to be first in your life. That's from week one, day two. A spiritually healthy heart is critical for full recovery. Proverbs 4 verse 23 says, Keep your heart with all watchfulness, for from it flow the springs of life. Jeremiah 17 verse 9 says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? In Matthew 15 verse 19, Jesus said, For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, slander. In Matthew 6 verse 19 to 21, Jesus said, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. What you love most will rule your life. Behavior is an overflow of what happens inside your heart. When your heart treasures the things of this world, it will be broken and disappointed. When your heart treasures eternal things and trusts Christ, it will overflow with life. Jesus sacrificed his life for the recovery of your heart. Answer this question. Question 1. Do you believe the loves of your heart have controlled your life? Why or why not? Your inventory will help identify things that have captured your heart. Yesterday, you explored the sinful patterns in your life. Today, you will explore the sources of your patterns, the idols of your old sinful nature. Pause to pray. Ask God for His insight, courage, and strength to face the deceit of your heart. Ask Him to remind you regularly that who you are in Christ defines you, not your sins. The What I Value column of your inventories identifies what you have tried to protect, nurture, and pursue in life. Not everything in this column is a sinful love of your old nature. However, this column will reveal many things that have captured your heart and controlled your life. Skim the What I Value inventory columns, then answer the following. Question 2. Is there anything you value that appears in every inventory? For example, others' opinions, comfort, safety, security, success, pleasure, my opinion, control, money, possessions, a goal for the future, certain people, pride, etc. Question 3. What things of value show up most often within each inventory? Your heart can be captured by many things, even good things created by God. But when you value or treasure created things of this world more than God himself, you will use them, indulge them, and protect them in harmful ways. You will serve what you love. Recall what you learned at the start of Step 4. In Step 4, Week 1, Day 2, you heard, Worship is a response to what has captured your heart. If you love and follow the desires of your sinful nature, 
You will be controlled by them and experience what they produce, pain, brokenness, and death. If you love God and follow the desires of your new nature, you will experience what God produces, eternal life. John MacArthur said, Idolatry is worshiping something other than the true God in the true way. Whatever you love more than God is an idol. Behavior patterns flow from your heart and reveal what you treasure or idolize. If you want the freedom God intends for you, you must identify the idols of your heart, put them in their rightful places, and replace them with God himself. Even Jesus had to battle for his heart. At the start of his ministry, after 40 days of fasting and praying in the wilderness, the same adversary who tempted Adam and Eve tempted Jesus three times. Matthew 4 verse 8 to 11 says, The devil took Jesus to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these I will give you, if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Be gone, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and were ministering to him. Satan wanted Jesus to worship him. Like Adam and Eve, Jesus was tempted to rebel against his father and live for the things of this world. But unlike Adam and Eve, Jesus turned from temptation, trusted his father's goodness, and obeyed his word. Jesus did not come into the world to indulge in the world or to exalt himself. He came to love his father and to love you. Jesus, out of this love, surrendered his life so you could reconcile with God. Just as Jesus served whom he loved most, so will you. Take time to answer the following questions now. Question 4 In question 2 and question 3, you identified some things you treasure. Next to each of your answers, write the person or persons this love has most often served, protected, praised, nurtured, delighted, etc. Question 5. How often is God your answer to question 4? Skim back through the What I Value column of all your inventories. Note how often or seldom your love of God and His desires were the motivation behind your responses to the events in your inventories. Your inventory represents a picture of your sinful human nature, a nature that is hostile toward God. Your flesh does not want God to rule it. The flesh is defined as mankind's sinful nature and its desires. Carnal desires. Sinful human nature may let you believe in a God that serves its own sinful desires, like a genie who serves its master. But the Most High God will not serve anyone's sinful nature. When you follow the loves of your sinful nature, you cannot please God. Romans 8 verse 5 to 8 says, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. To set the mind on the flesh is death. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Many times the nation of Israel wandered from God to serve idols. When the pain of their wandering became too much to bear, they would finally return to God. Often, he would direct them like this. 1 Samuel 7 verse 3 says, If you are returning to the Lord with all your heart, then put away the foreign gods and the idols from among you, 
and direct your heart to the Lord and serve him only, and he will deliver you out of the hand of your enemies. God wants to be your first love. If you are overwhelmed by the inventory of your sinful nature, how it has ruled your life and caused so much suffering, then let God's goodness and love overwhelm you too. A holy God sent Jesus to suffer for every sin in your inventory because he wants to recapture your heart. You matter to a merciful and absolutely good God. The closing prayer for this lesson is, God, help me return to you with my heart. Help me put away the idols I have served. Direct my heart to love you most. Now it's time to take action. Try to write Psalm 51 verse 6 from memory. Set up a time to talk with your mentor about a few of the sinful patterns you identified yesterday and a few of the idols you identified today. <laughs>